Hello everyone, welcome back to the world of AppStation. It is Francesco here and what I thought I'd do today is grab a few moments like I did on, I think it was Friday, to answer a few questions that you guys are having. Now, uh, tomorrow we'll be jumping straight back onto the regular features, but I've just had a backlog of these call-ins and uh, I had a few messages from the Friday's feature that was all about the um, Q&A and they, people really enjoyed it. So what I figured in doing is clearing a little more of those call-ins, your guys' fantastic questions, and then tomorrow to jump back on the regular content. So just to give you an idea, tomorrow's content will be exploring Wunderlist alternatives, which I'm sure all of you guys will enjoy. And also the day after that, we're gonna explore a few different um, like applications that I've discovered in the last week that I think deserve a good shout out. So let's jump on a few questions today. Hi, uh, my name is Brandon and I run a podcast on here very similar to yours. It's called Brand Walker Apps. Uh, main difference between ours is that mine's more gaming focused uh, since I'm actually a game developer, while yours focuses on like productivity apps and things like that. Anyways, um, with that being said, I found a really cool app that I thought you would like and that would fit your podcast well, and it's called Prism. It saves me a lot of time by helping me pay my bills each month, and not just my utility bills, but also helps me pay for apps like Spotify and things like that. Um, let me know what you think about the app and whether or not you use apps similar to this that uh, help you pay your bills. By the way, Thank you so much for favoriting my station. When I saw that, I got really excited and it means a lot to me. So thanks, it means a lot. And let me know what you think about the app. Hi Brandon, thank you so much for submitting your message and also question too. It's great to have someone else here on Anchor um, talking about apps because apps are obviously pretty expansive and, and the gaming apps that you talk about sound pretty cool. So anyone who's listening along on Anchor, feel free to follow Brandon. Uh, you know, and thank you very much for your recommendation for Prism as well. I was able to check out Prism, but it's not available in the UK app store. It's only on the US, I believe. But the, there is a big trend in these finance apps at the moment, the subscription apps that help you to remind yourself. And I know one in the UK that's trying to trend at the moment, which is called Emma. And there was, there was one a while ago that was a, a squirrel icon. It, the name escapes me. And uh, there is also one in the moment in the UK and US called Suscript Me, I believe it's called. Uh, and that helps you to keep track of all the subscriptions you're running. I love the idea. I think it's a great idea, especially when it comes to all of these subscriptions, because I'm thinking I've got medium subscription Spotify, I might have Netflix soon. And having a eye, keeping an eye on like 10 or 15 of them gets pretty tedious. Um, and obviously, as you can imagine, bringing them all together and working out what you can cancel in one place is a pretty neat experience. So great recommendation for those who are out there in the US and the other markets. Prism spelled P-R-I-S-M and uh, that can help you keep your subscriptions together. Thank you very much, Brandon. Uh, Make sure to send in any questions for the future. Cheers, man. Hey man, loving the station and I have been reviewing apps for so long. I used to write for The App Factor did a podcast for them and then had a show called The Appaholics. So I love apps, have way too many apps on my phone. It's crazy. Uh, I wanted to recommend an app I was reviewing. It just came out yesterday called Tab Bank and it's for guitar players. It's a text editor for guitar players, which is super, super cool. And uh, it's made by the developer who made Better Notes, which is another 
uh, notes replacement for Apple's Notes. But check it out, Tab Bank. It's free on the App Store today with some in-app purchases for extra features. And one of my favorite games, Domino Drop, is also free on the App Store today, which is one of my all-time favorite games to play on a plane when I'm heading out. It's like Tetris with dominoes. Love your show. Hey, thanks very much for sending in the app recommendation. Uh, the, the Tab 1 sounds fantastic. Sounds like a great app for those learning guitar and also any music. Uh, naturally, those ones are great recommendations. For me, I don't learn any instruments, uh, but I appreciate when people share those specific applications. Thanks very much. Can you go over apps for screen recorders for iOS for YouTubers or just YouTube? Like, you know, apps or apps to help with your YouTube? Just an idea. That is a great question. Of course, uh, I will go over some of those uh, YouTube applications. Now, the first one I recommend um, is an application called QuickTime. It's available as a native app on your Mac device. That's the way that I screen share everything um, and make sure that I capture all of the stuff on my iPhone. Um, the other application I recommend for YouTube is, is it's Evernote. Evernote's a great way for me to organize all of my upcoming features. It's neat, it's coordinated, and it helps me plan everything in advance. The other one I use is Todoist. Again, a good way to keep myself organized with tasks. If you're looking for like YouTube specific stuff, I tend to just film on my phone. And then what I do is I record and edit using Camtasia 3, I believe it's called. Um, and pretty much all the editing process is done in there. So there's not really many other resources. I'll create thumbnails on an application called Canva, but apart from that, that's it. I keep everything pretty simple. At the moment, I'm going for a bit of a transition phase, so I'm updating a lot. So that might require a big old feature in the near future. Thanks for the question. I'm looking forward to covering a few more. Hey, Francesco, what's up, bro? This is Jimmy from JSLA.TV. I just finished listening to your review on note-taking apps. Great stuff, bro. Really great stuff. Um, as a social media marketer, I, I tend to tailor my workflow around what my clients are using. So I'm anywhere. I'm on uh, Google, Dropbox, Evernote, all of that. But to be honest with you, my personal favorite is actually the iOS note-taking app just because of the ease of functionality and you know the convenience of, of being able to, to take notes while I'm on the road or working out, kind of like I am now. Um, and then going into the office and following up with some of those notes. But you've definitely given me a lot more options uh, to consider. Definitely appreciate you, bro. Great stuff. Thank you very much, Jimmy. I really appreciate the kind words. Um, naturally, I want to share as many note-taking resources. And as you're right, like a lot of people work freelance and making sure that you use the right resource for a client is pretty important. Now, what I always tend to do is try to recommend apps that are pretty functional for clients to get on with like the likes of uh, google drive is obviously a, a keen one you can share public links and obviously that makes it available for them to view the same with evernote if you create a note and add any attachments you can share it via a public link and they can get access to everything there so always look for resources that are pretty public friendly in case you work with people that are outside of your uh, internal uh, experience. So thanks very much, Jimmy. Appreciate the message. Uh, look forward to covering more note-taking apps in the future. Hey, the world apps. Mm, I need your recommendation. I'm about to write a blog, but I don't know which is the best app for writing. Which app do you recommend me? 
Thanks very much for the question. Just to clarify, the question was, uh, what writing apps do you use for blogging? Now, I sort of write my blogs mainly on Evernote most of the time or natively. So for example, if I'm offline, I'll write in Evernote because this means I can type all my notes up and upload the blog later. If I'm online, I'll probably write them directly into the service I'm using. So I use something called Medium. I also use a WordPress as well. Uh, and a couple of other services too. So, dependent on the experience, I get on mostly with my personal blogs on Medium. So Medium I find to be the best resource. It provides me with a pretty uh, relaxed experience um, because I can just uh, basically go from there and upload all of uh, my great items and then basically tag everything there so it gets a bigger reach. WordPress I get on with quite well, but yes, offline usage, Evernote, um, I occasionally do it on the likes of Word, but pretty much never. Hey Francesco, I'm glad to catch you on Anchor. What an awesome medium to have a conversation on. Anyway, um, so I sent you a DM on Twitter, having only followed you today, remarkably, considering how long I've been following you on YouTube. Um, bottom line is, within the last weeks, maybe days, I didn't check, but you posted uh, 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 um, a video about things by um, Cultured Code. And great work, by the way. Uh, I think I probably said so in the comments on the video itself. Anyway, my biggest quandary for you, knowing that you also use Asana, is things versus Asana. Now, I know that they're different weapons. Um, I know that you know, as much as most, particularly as much as you, I would have thought. But the thing is, I'm just really curious about how you feel about things versus Asana. I used to have things years ago. I left it for a very specific reason, lack of uh, notifications on alarms. And I'm just wondering about jumping back in, but it's pretty expensive. So there we are. This is a question that's quite old now. So it's a couple of months, maybe a month or two that Marcus actually submitted this one. Uh, it's a great question by Marcus. Uh, Marcus recently followed me on some of my social media, but he's been following me on YouTube for a fair while now, which I greatly appreciate. And uh, the content that he's been putting out is fantastic too. So yes, uh, Marcus, I wanted to put this question out to the community to sort of share my thoughts on this, because I think I might have replied privately. I'm not too sure. I, I think, I think I did. Uh, if I didn't, this this can also be a uh, decent reply to everyone. So naturally, uh, Things Three is a new to-do list application that's out there. It's been pretty popular. However, there is a uh, alternative uh, application that many people are using called Asana. This is more for project management and for teams. I would say that Things 3, if you are someone who is in a personal situation, who just wants to use it for themselves, Things 3 is going to fit the bill. It's pretty easy to get on with. It's a little bit expensive to pay out outright, um, but it will get the job done there. If you're looking for a team experience, then Asana is your, your go-to experience. I wouldn't put them two together. There are a few experiences inside it that you could transfer, but Asana is a pretty uh, good experience for when you're getting things done in a team. So that's how I would differentiate the two. Um, I wouldn't use Asana as a to-do list application. I'd use it as a project management application the same way that I would, for example, use Trello as a way to visualize all of my projects and activities. Anyway, I thought I'd share uh, my thoughts on that one. Thanks very much, Marcus, for the question. As always, I appreciate it. Um, and uh, that was a real roundup of the Q&A today. I hope you enjoyed today's features. Um, again, tomorrow we'll be jumping on the regular features. I just wanted to wrap up a few of those popular call-ins.